The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Yoma has been dedicated in memory of Mazal Bat Esther Baghdadi and Yosef Ben Mazal Baghdadi by their family. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by North Fork Bank and its private banking department with Gabriel Safti. Hashem Ishmedehu Bihayehu. We would like to thank North Fork Bank and urge our listeners to patronize this generous financial institution. On a uh, private note, we'd like to thank Mr. Gabriel Safti for his continued support for all our programs here at uh, Daf Yomi, Torah Learning Resources, and the Torah Center. Today's Daf has been dedicated in memory of Yosef Ben Mazal and Shedomor Rafael Ben Mazal. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. Daf Ayin Tet. Today's Daf is being studied. Yani Nishmat Abraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. We begin today's Daf on Ayin Chet Amud Bed on the bottom line. Ha'ochel Kakotevet Hagasa. So we learned in our Mishnah regarding the Shi'ur of eating on Yom Kippur. What is the Shi'ur to be Hayav? So the Mishnah said Kotevet Gasa, the Shi'ur of Ayin. Uh, a large uh, uh, date, and we also said anita, and it's including its pit. So now the Gemara is going to analyze what does that statement mean, including its pit. Ba'e Rafapa. Rafapa asked a question. amru the date that was mentioned in our Mishnah. Begaranita is it referring to with its pit? Oshelot. Or without its pit. What's the question? So look at Rashi. Begaranita or shelo begaranita. Ve'ad diktani matnitin uchgaranita. But the Mishnah said, and its pit. Mivale. The Gemara's question is, Hechi ka'amar. What was the Gemara saying? Kamohu vechegaranita yahad. Was it saying both? Meaning, the shiur of the day plus its garain. Or the mahachi ka'amar. Kamoha. Or is the Mishnah saying O oh, O, oh, meaning either the size of the date or the size of the pit, which would imply that it's the same shiur. That's the way that she's learning. Meaning, is it a combination? Keketevet plus garin or kotevet or garin? Now, uh, Tosafot takes Rashi to task on this interpretation. Tosafot in the Buddha Matil kotevet says Pirush Rashi enu miyushaf. The explanation of Rashi is not miyushaf to me. Demai kamibayale ishelo pegar anita kaamar. How could you tell me without its pit? Vanan kegar anita tenan, which means our Mishnah says with its pit. It doesn't say or in the Mishnah. It says a kotevet gasa there and, and its pit. So therefore, uh, uh, the mefarshim to try to understand Rashi, to defend Rashi, explain like this. Of course, the Gemara means, the Mishnah means, the Kotevet with its pit. You cannot argue, it's not all. The Shailah is like this. How do you weigh it? There's two ways of doing it. Either you can weigh it, the Kotevet, when the pit is still attached inside, or after it is separated. Now, what's going to be the difference? When the pit is inside the uh, Kotevet, it's a little bigger volume because there's a little air space 
because the uh, the date is opened up a little in order for the pit to fit inside. It's a little airspace, so it creates a little bigger volume. However, if you would separate it, so now the date is crushed, like there's no airspace. If you're looking at the volume of it, so now the uh, the date and its pit are separate. So that's the question in Nashi. She was not asking, is it date alone and pit alone? That cannot be. The Mishnah says, The Shaila is, how do you measure the Ketavit uh, and the Gerein? Do you do it together? Or is it done separately? That's the explanation of the Meromeh Sadeh. So comes the Gemaran continues and says, Ba'e Rav Asheh. Rav Asheh asked a similar question regarding a different halakha. Esem Kisora. There's a law that says if you have an etzim, a bone fragment, the size of a se'ora, se'ora would be a barley. So therefore it has the ability to be mitameh, bimaga umasa. Somebody touched it or somebody lifted it, it is brings to ma'ah. So the Gemara wants to know the size of a barley bichlipata o belo kilipata. Is it talking about a piece of barley corn with its husk or shell on it or without its shell on it? Belacha o bibesha. Is it talking about when it is moist or is it talking about when it is dry? Now, which means if it's uh, has its shell on it, obviously it's larger. If it's uh, fresh, it's also considered laha, it's considered larger. So the Gemara is actually asking the size of the barley. Rav Asheh lo papa. So Rav Asheh, although we had a question by the Etzim, by Tum'ah, he did not have a question by Yom Kippur. He, he knew the answer of Kippur, he just was bothered by the Etzim. Gasa itmar. The Mishnah's language was kakotevet gasa. Which is what? A fat date. Called Kamad Kasa. Which obviously has got to be the biggest possible. So whatever is the biggest, which means, of course, with the Gara'in, with the Gara'in in it, if it makes it bigger, so that's what it is. Finished. Rapapa, on the other hand, he didn't have the problem that Rabbi had by the case of the Sa'ura. Why? Laha Shibolet Mikri. If it's a fresh. Barley, you don't call that a se'ora. There's another terminology, you call that a shibolet. Shilobiklipata, and if it's out of its husk, ushla mikri. So therefore, it cannot be out of its kilipa, so it has to have a kilipa on it. And it has to be also dried, because if it's moist, you call it. Uh, so therefore according to the opinion of Yavra Papa you have to say that stood out with its shell on it, dry because that's the only terminology that would justify the usage of the word Se'ora Rashi Ushla karile hilkah yevesha Biklipata So therefore each rabbi has the answer to the other rabbi's dilemma Comes Gemaran says, Amar Rabba. Masur Tashas makes it Rabba with a hit. Amar Rabba, Amar Abiyuda. Kotevet Gasasha Amru. Now we're discussing what's the, how big is this? Because we heard of Shi'ur Kezayit. We heard of Shi'ur Kabesa. What is the Shi'ur of Kotevet Gasa? How much is it? Meaning in, in, in relation to other Shi'urin that we're familiar with. 
So the Gemara says, Yitera mikabesa. It is more than a besa. Uh, just to put it into very layman uh, terminologies, if we would say a kezayit is an ounce, let's say, if we're weighing, going with weight, and a kabetza will say, for argument's sake, is two ounces. So therefore, when we talk about a kotevet kasa, it's two ounces plus. Look at the Gemara's thinking at this point. Yetera mekabesa. Vekim lehu lerabbanan. The rabbis obviously had a tradition. Debe'ate miyatva dateh. He says, well, at this shi'ur, a person already, uh, his mind is at ease. Well, what is the shi'ur, mind at ease? Because normally, whenever we talk about the shi'ur of akhila, it's a kezayit. Whenever Torah says akhila, the shi'ur of eating, whether it's nevelot, terefot, shekasim, etc., is always a shi'ur of a kezayit, because Torah always uses the word akhila. Here the Torah doesn't use the word akhila. It says ve'nitem. It has to be an affliction. And therefore, as long as a person's mind is not settled from what he ate, he's still considered afflicted. That means if he ate a kezayit, it might be called an akhilah, but his mind is not at ease yet. It's too small of a shi'ur to be at ease, therefore he's still considered being afflicted. So what's the shi'ur of akhilah, of kippur, that he'll tell me it's not an inui anymore, and therefore it'll be ayaf, more than a kabesa. Basir but less than a kabesa plus lom yadva date. His mind is not at ease, never still considered inui. That's she. Kim lulra banan. The afagab the chol shiur achilat isur bekezayeti. Even though every shiur of achilat isur is bekezayet, hani milihecha dichtiva achila. That's only what's written achila. Aval hacha asher lo teunekativ. The pasuk says the person who gets karet is someone that does not afflict himself. The cholkama de lo miyadvad dalte as long as he doesn't have his mind that he's inuihu, he's afflicting himself. Metibet, and this the Gemara now asks a question from Maseret Sukkah. Maaseh, veviu the Rabban Yohanan ben Zakkai letom et tafshir. They came, they brought in front of Yohanan ben Zakkai to the Sukkah to taste from the uh, tafshir. Uh, they were cooking a certain uh, dish. So they wanted to bring him to taste from it. Rabban Gamliel, shte kotabot, udlishel vayim. At Rabban Gamliel, they brought two dates, plus a jug of water. Ve'amru, so the rabbi said, ha'alum the sukkah. You know what? Bring them into the sukkah, we'll eat these items in the sukkah. Ve'tari ala, and we have a brighter on this story, lo mipne shehalacha kach. It's not because the halacha is such, they were really being mahmir, which is really, you don't have to eat the shi'ur of dates in the sukkah, but the rabbi said, we'll be stringent on ourselves, so bring it into the sukkah. That was the first opinion. When they gave to the bitzadok food, that was less than the shi'ur of the bitzah, now this was we're talking about, let's say bread, they gave him bread on Sukkot that was less than a shiur of a kabeza, less than two ounces for argument's sake again. Netalo Well, the first leniency that he did in Abit Sadok was he didn't make the tilat yadayim. He didn't wash. He held the bread with a mappa, with a uh, with a napkin, let's say, or a cloth. Now, that she says, not because Talakha would say, if you don't make the tilat yadayim, you have to use a cloth. Ella, he was, an, uh, he was a. Um, 
finicky. Right. He was anirudata. Then we don't want to touch him bare hands. So therefore, he held it with a uh, with a cloth. Now, ve'achlo chutzasuka. Second leniency. He ate the less than a kabbesa bread outside of the sukkah. Ve'lo birech acharav. And thirdly, he did not make a beracha harona berkatamazon. Because he holds like the Yehuda Masechet Berachot that says that the Shi'ur of Berkat Amazon is a Kabetzah. There was a Mahlokit, what's the Shi'ur for Berkat Amazon? Kezayit or Kabetzah? So therefore he had three leniencies over here. Number one, he didn't make the Tirat Yadayim. Number two, he ate it outside the Sukkah. Number three, he didn't make Berkat Amazon. Look at the bottom Nashi. Netano bebapav achlo shenosha kulin nahagbo. Three leniencies he was doing. Achad shenon atal yadav. He wrapped his hands in a mappah Only because he was finicky Oh, says Which means We imply from the Bitzadok He was lenient because the bread was less than a kabesa Implying that what? If it's more than a kabesa Food, at this point we're not making a halut between fruit and other items. We're assuming that the shi'ur that's considered keva, that's considered uh, 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 permanency for a uh, sukkah is a kabeza. That's why the bitzadot, so long as it's a kabeza, he ate it outside. Oh, so now we go back. More than a kabeza, kabeza or more is a chayav in sukkah. Well, with the first rabbi, the bangam liel, they brought him what? kotabot. They brought him two dates. And what? He said, bring it into the sukkah, not because the Lacha says it, but because we're going to be mahmir. <coughs> so that she says, Al kotavot lo ken, right? The two kotavot, they say, Lacha doesn't demand in the sukkah, which means we're saying, two kotavot are less than a kabesa. You're telling me a kabesa, and it's pit, or kabesa plus, so we're telling you over here, I'll give you two kotavos, two dates over there, and it's less than a kabesa. So therefore, lechaura, uh, where uh, your shiur is uh, is wrong. How could you tell me that a kotavit with its pit is bigger. Is, is bigger than a kabesa? Here, two kotavot them. So we're assuming that the uh, kotavit. Is bigger than the pit. So therefore, if you have a kotevet and a pit, you tell me that that's more than a kabetzah. Here you have two kotavot. Two kotavot lechaura. If it's less than a kabetzah, certainly a kotevet plus its pit is going to be less than a kabetzah. That the Gemara says. Now the Gemara speaks to us. The is al kadatach. Kotevet and gasah shamlu yitram kabetzah. And if you get a tamed, the kotevet and gasah. Is more than a kabesa. Hashtag take kotavot belonger. I need no avi kabesa. You tell me two kotavot without it splits is a kabesa. Is not a kabesa. Kotavot and gasavi karanita vi avayiteram kabesa. You tell me that a kotavot and split is going to be more. Again, the Gemara's assumption over here is that the kotavot is bigger. The date itself is bigger than a split. And therefore, if you have two dates, is less than kotsheker. Obviously, if you have a date, plus a split is going to be less than a kabesa. Amar of in answer yes. Yes, indeed. Two kotavot without pits is less than a kabesa. Kotavot But indeed, and therefore, indeed, the kotavot with a garin in it is bigger. Which the is really telling you now 
the Gar'in is bigger than the Kotevet itself. And therefore, when you have two Kotevot, yes, that gets you less than a Kabetzah. But when you have a Kotevet with a Gar'in, which is bigger than a Kotevet, it puts you over a Kabetzah. Rat Gebarah says, Amara Papa, Hainu de Amre Inche. This is what the people said is a saying that goes as follows. Tre kabe de tamre. The person has two kav. Kav is a shi'ud. Two kav of dates. So the Gebarah says, Had kaba de kashiata vesariyah. If you break it down, you'll have one kav plus of pits. And the rest is dates. So what do you see? In two calves of dates, you have more pit than date. So you see that the pit is greater. Again, when he's, the saying, saying goes, two calves of dates, break it down. You'll have one plus calf of kashyata, kashyata's pits. So therefore the pit is greater. Therefore, yes, when you have two kekotevets, that's why the rabbis didn't bring it in the sukkah. Why? We'll bring it in. We'll be Mahmir. We'll be Mahmir. Rabbi Tzadok wasn't Mahmir. Rabbi Tzadok said that I'm not going to eat it in the sukkah. Oh, but if it was a kotev with its pit, everybody would say that's more than a kabetzah. Why? Because the garain is bigger than the date itself. So again, at this point, the Gabriel is assuming a kotev with the garain is more than a kabetzah. Tarat Gebra says, Rava Amar, Rava Amazarana, don't bring any uh, proofs uh, or questions from the case of Sukkah. <coughs> Why? Hatam Ainu Ta'ama Mishum Dehavule Peri. The Masek Sukkah, the reason why the rabbis didn't bring it into the Sukkah, it's because the dates are a fruit. Uperi lo ba'u sukkah And fruit do not need a sukkah Which means, I can tell you that what? That really two katabot are more than a kabesa It's more than a kabesa, two, it's more Oh, if it's more than a kabesa Two katabot, why did they bring it in the sukkah? Different reason Different reason, because of perot and al-hayab in sukkah Bread is another story that perot are considered uh, a snack, we'll call it. And then we not have to eat it in sukkah. That's Lava's answer. So it comes out we have two ways of learning the Gemara over there in sukkah. One explanation is no. Indeed, even fruit are hayab in sukkah. So you have to say what? Two kotavot are less than a kabesa. And you have to make a difference between two kotavot, between a kotavot and its pit. Rabbi's answer is, nah, you can even tell me that two kotavot are bigger than a kabesa. Ah, so why are the rabbis mahmir, the kaura, they have to eat in the sukkah? No, because perot are not obligatory to eat in the sukkah. Comes Gibran says, Metive, we have a question, Amar Rabbi. Kesha'inu lomdim Torah, it's Rabbi El Azar ben Shamua. When we're learning Torah with Rabbi El Azar ben Shamua, Heviu. Uh, they brought in front of us figs and anavim is grapes and we ate them as achilat aray we call that as a snack we snacked on them uh, uh, oh so the Gemara implies what do you mean 
Because you snacked on them, you ate them outside the sukkah. Achilat aray, in. Achilat keva, no. Implying that what? If they would have eaten it as a regular meal, they would have eaten the sukkah. Which is even by fruit, it seems there's a difference between aray and keva. We're not analyzing how much. But the point is, there is a case where fruit would be obligated to eat in the sukkah. Because the Gemara went out of its way to say, the reason why we ate it outside the sukkah is because we ate it as a snack. Implying if they would eat it not as a snack, eat it in the sukkah. To that, the Gemara says, no, 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 no. Two answers. Ema achalnum ka'achilat aray chutva sukkah. Which means, really, there was a lot of this fruit. Okay, it doesn't matter what the shiur of the fruit was. But we treated a lot of fruit like achilat aray of bread that you can eat outside the sukkah. Which is by bread, you make the chaluk between achilat aray, achilat keba. Less than a kabeza, more than a kabeza. But they were just saying, the fruit, whatever the shi'ur was, we treated it like achilat aray of bread. Which means, no matter what the shi'ur of the fruit is, it has a din of achilat aray. Iba'aytema, we give a different answer. Achanum achilat keba. Ah, we ate the uh, fruit. We made a meal out of it. Vachalnu pat achilat aray bahadayhu hutsasuka, and we ate bread achilat aray less than the shrewd with them, and therefore we ate it outside the sukkah. Which is the achilat aray in that state was not going on the fruit. It's going on the bread that they ate with it, and therefore the hadush is on the bread of achilat aray. Eat outside the sukkah, implying if the bread was achilat keva, eat inside the sukkah. But nothing to do with the uh, fruit. The fruit, even if it's keva, you eat it outside the sukkah. So the second answer to the Gemara, it's defined the word achilat aray in that statement. Achilat aray was not going on the fruit. It's going on the bread that they ate with it. Okay. But really, on the fruit, even if they ate it, Achilat Keva, they would remain outside the sukkah. The Hadush is that since they ate Achilat Aray on the bread with it, therefore they were able to continue eating it outside the sukkah. Both, both seem to say the same thing. No. The first answer is coming along to say that fruit, no matter what you eat, is, is always considered Aray. Right. Meaning compared to uh, bread, right. right? It's always Aray. No matter how much fruit, is always Aray. Right. Second answer... Yeah, result is the same point. That no matter how much fruit, you don't have to eat in the sukkah. But we'll say, even if you ate an abundant amount of fruit, which that was your meal, but you ate bread with that, and the bread is considered aray, still they ate it outside the sukkah. So the only difference in the answers is the word aray. Is it going on the fruit? Or is it going on the bread that you ate with it? That's the, uh, that's the point. So comes the Gemara and says... No, we go further. Go up. Correct. Let us bring a proof. We have a statement. Some take out this word. Uh, okay. The Gemara is going to try to prove over here that fruit does not need sukkah. Okay, like we're just uh, saying till this point. We have a shita in Masikat Sukkah of Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer says you have to have 14 meals in the Sukkah. That's his obligation. We don't hold like Rabbi Eliezer. We just have to eat the first meal in the Sukkah on the first night. But Rabbi Eliezer says, no, you have to have 14 meals. There will be two meals a day for seven days. So the Gemara there says, Imishlim bimine targima yatsa. So if you 
eight in the sukkah, which the Gemara calls binet targima. Binet targima would be explained as uh, types of dips, as she says, liftan or uh, uh, condiment items and stuff like that, non-bread items, but items that you normally eat with bread. We call that minet targima. It counts as a seuda. Yeah, not that bread, which means minet targima that already counts as a seuda. The isal kadatach. And if you tell me that perot need a sukkah, let me perot. Why do you say mineh targima? Let him just say if perot are, are, are obligated in sukkah, so say perot, which means just come along and tell me that what? If you ate perot in the sukkah, that's considered a uh, seuda, right? Targima, for example, is meat and fish. So therefore, which means, give me, give me a bigger leniency. <laughs> give me fruit. Guy go into fruit. It must be what? Fruit is not considered obligated in sukkah. That's why I did not give you that example. Gebra says, My minet targima perot. That Gebra says, that's what minet targima means. Targima means fruit. And that's what he was saying. That way you can fulfill your obligation with fruit if you have no proof. On the contrary, I can tell you that fruit needs a sukkah. Or I give you an alternate answer. We're talking about a case where there's no perot. Why you choose targima? Where to be the answer? Well, this statement was made. Fruit were not so accessible. Meat and fish were more accessible. Therefore, we didn't give the example. I can tell you that fruit really is obligated in sukkah. Those are the two answers. Okay, comes the and says. Okay, to this point, I wanted to ask you, what's the shoot of a kotevet gasa? More than a kabeza. That's the first shita. Now we introduce the second shita. Rav Zvida Mar kotev et gasa she amru haseram e kabeza. Rav Zvid says it's less than a kabeza. So off the bat, we have a great machloket now on how to measure kotev et gasa more than a kabeza or less than a kabeza, which is proof. We have a mishnah masichet besa. We know this. Isur of Hametz on Pesach, Bali Ra'eh, One cannot have it in his possession, as well as not eating it. The Torah talks about two types of Hametz. Hametz and Seor. What is Hametz and what is Seor? Hametz is an item that became leavened. Classic example, bread. Seor is more like the yeast, is the leavening agent. Seor has the ability to make other things Hametz. And Hametz is a Hametz that cannot make others. You put Hametz in something, it's not going to make it Hametz. But the Seon in itself is a suit and has the ability to make other things uh, Hametz. So obviously, what would you say is worse? Hametz or Seor? Obviously, Seor is going to be worse. When I say worse, <coughs> logic would dictate you'd be Hayab on a lesser Shi'ud of Seor than Hametz. Okay? We learned in the Mishnah, Bet Shamai Omim, Seor, Bakazayet. Shi'ud of Seor, Kazayet, already Hayab, Balyre, Balyamatse. Hametz, Beka Kotevet. Hametz, little more. The Shi'ud of A, Kotevet. Vavinanba. So now the Gibra wants to analyze Bet Shamai's opinion. My Tama de Bet Shamai. What's the reason of Bet Shamai? Well, Nikhtov Rahmana Hametz. The Torah says Hametz and Seor. It discusses both. So, 
the Torah should have only written or could have only written Hametz, right? Velo seor. Did not have to write seor. Ve'ana amina. And I would have said to myself, Uma hametz she'en hamutzo which means regarding hametz that it's not considered strong asur bekezayit, and still it's asur to have a kezayit of it. Seor she'hamutzo kasheh. Seor, which is the real leavening agent, it's strong. No, Koshiken, all the more so Kezayit, which means if on the lenient item, the shield is a Kezayit, Koshiken on the stringent item, the shield is going to be a Kezayit. Which is the Torah could have gotten away with just writing one, and I would learn the other from Medepalginu Rahmana, but from the fact that the Torah separated them, it talked about Amit, and it talked about Seor, Limda, it taught us, Decha. Must be the shiurim are different. You can't learn one from the other. Must be they have two different shiurim. And what are they? Seor bakazayit. Seor, we're going to give the more stringent shiur. Kezayit, even a kezayit is going to be a sutav in your house. The hametz bekakotevit. And hametz is more. What's more than a kezayit? Kakotevit. Now, According to Bet Shammai, according to Bet Shammai, his point is that Hametz is more lenient. Then we get a bigger shiur. The point is, you need it to be more than a kezayit to make sense. More than a kezayit. Seor is a kezayit. Hametz is kezayit plus. Now, why did he jump to a kakotevit? If a kakotevit is a betza plus, I mean, say betza. He should have just said a bit, but you, you're looking for the next level up after a kezayit. That makes sense. So you went, kezayit, the next logical thing is, oh, we're more mahmir by this, um, uh, we're more mekel by this item called hametz, can have more of it before you be hayat, say kabeza. Oh, so the Gemara says, v'isan kadata kotevet agasa shamu yeterami kabeza. If you're going to tell me that a kotevet agasa is more than a kabeza, mehdi, let's analyze. Bet shamai, ashi'urad dinafish mekezayit kamehadre. All bet shamai is looking for is a shi'ur more than a kezayit. Let me, Kabesa, just let him say Kabesa. Ve'iname ki adad eninu. And even if you want to tell me they're equal, maybe you want to tell me that a besa equals a kotevet kasa. They're equal. Nitni kabesa. Say the the more uh, used language. Normally, when you're giving shiurim, you give besa. You don't use me shiur kotevet. Ella, what do you have to say? Lavish ma'amina kotevet peuta mekabesa. So when as we prove some betchamai, must be less than a kabesa. So it's giving you the first interval, which means from kezai the next step up is what a kotevet. If the kotevet, the next step up is a besa. But therefore, kotevet according to as is indeed less than a shiur of a kabesa. That's proof. That Gemara says mimai. Who told you that? Dilma leolam emalak kotev de kasa shamu yetera mekabesa. Really, I'll tell you what that it's more than a kabesa, like we're learning until now. Hastama kabesa. 
Right. Kotevet agasas she'amru yitira mekabesa. Hastama kabesa. There's a difference between a kotevet gasa and a kotevet stam. Kotevet gasa is more than a kabesa. Kotevet gasa is more than a kabesa. Kotevet stam is a kabesa. Rashi. Kotevet stama kabesa. Ubet shamai kotevet stama amur. Bet Shammai is uh, talking about a regular Kotevet. Again, you have to say that what? That Bet Shammai could have used the Lashon of Kabetza, since that's the more <coughs> commonly used Shiur. For example, in Tumat Ochlin, when we talk about the Tumat, the Shiur of Tumat Ochlin, that the food can become Tameh, they use the Shiur of Kabetza, but it's a more commonly used term. Still, you have to say Bet Shammai used the Shiur of a Kotevet. So there's a difference between Kotevet and Kotevet Gasa. The Iname. And we can say uh, uh, another uh, uh, interpretation, also, which I can tell you that what? That the egg and the date, the regular date, is the same shi'ur. Right, like we just said, and he just chose one of them. He could have chose egg, it could have chose date. He chose Hadaminayu, he chose one of them. So actually the Gemara is telling you in the Chinameh, Bet Shammai just choose, chose uh, either or. Also, back to the question. How do you know that a Shi'ur of a Kotevet Gaza is less than a Kabesa? From here. Ad Kama Mizaminim. Which means, how much does a person have to eat a bread to be part of the Zimun? Now the Gemara over there in Berachot discussed that the one that used to make Zimun, he used to make also the Berkat, Amazon. So really the question is, how much bread do you have to eat to make Perkat Amazon? So first Shita says, Ad Kezayit. Like we learned, Tavir Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yudha Omer, Ad Kabesa. So Gemara Zbemai, Kame Palgir. What's the Mahloket? How much you have to eat to make Perkat Amazon? Rabbi Meir Sabar, Ve'achalta Zu Achila. When it says Basul, Ve'achalta, Ve'sabarta, Uberachta. That's the source of Perkat Amazon. So what does Achila mean? Eating. Vesavarta zu shetia. Vesavarta is not eating. Savata means drinking. Bakhila, bekezayit. We know what's the shoot of akhila, and whenever the Torah says vechalta, is bekezayit. The Biuda, sabar vechalta, vesavarta, akhila, sheyesh ba sevi'ah. It's a type of eating that brings satiation. Veze, what is it? Ze kabesa. That's referring to the shoot of a kabesa. The is al kadatach. Kotevet gasa shamru yeterami kabesa. If you're telling me like you want to learn above, that the shiur of a kotevet gasa is more than a kabesa. Hashtag kabesa sabu'e misabaa. You're telling me that what? A kabesa satiates. Uh, right? Because that's a shiur. Data lo miyatba. <laughs> it satiates, but it doesn't ease a person's mind. Which means, on Kippur, you tell him, you can eat a kabitzah. You can't eat more than a kabitzah. What are you talking about? If it brings satiation, the kaurah, if it satiates, it rests the person's mind. So therefore, how could you tell me that a kotevet kasa is more than a kabitzah? Meaning, if you eat a kabitzah on Kippur, you're not hayaf. Why? Because you're telling me, uh, up to uh, a kabesa plus no, seish, no 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 ease of mind. And on Kippur, that's the uh, that's the uh, the judge, right? Yeah, the judgment is ease of mind. Because it's very What are you talking about? 
The Gemara is telling you over here the reason why you have to make mitkat mazon and kabesa because it's considered kedeh sibia. What do you mean? It satiates, but it doesn't eat the person's mind. So that the Gemara says el alash mamina kotev the kasash amru pachot me kabesa kabesa me sabra. Which means you have to say it's less than a kabesa. When does the shiur of ease of mind come? Less than a kabesa. Less than a kabesa, you get ease of mind. Kotevet. When does the shiur of sivia come? At a kabesa. So that's Nav Zavid's final proof. Again, for Hayab and Kippur, it doesn't say sivia. The shiur of Kippur is what? My mind is at ease. When does my mind get at ease? Even less than a kabesa. I might not be full. But already, that just eating that shoot already, my mind is at ease. Oh, for the Katamazon, the coin to the Biyose, no, you have to have Sivya. Ah, that's a little more. And therefore, it makes sense. Again, I say one more time. The Shi'ud of the Katamazon, according to the Biyose, is how much? Kedes Sivya. The Akhalta, the Sabahta. The Akhila has to be an Akhila that brings to Sivya. What is that? Kabesa. Oh, so now we know that a Kabesa satiates. Now, if you're learning like you learned till now, that a kotevet gasa is more than a kabesa, so you're telling me, a kabesa satiates. If it satiates, all the more so, it eases the mind. So I can just tell me, okay, put it now, hayav, until you need a kabesa plus. Already in a kabesa, you should be. Hayav. That Gebrah says, you're right. Kotevet gasa is less than a kabesa. It's on the other side. It's less than a kabesa. And therefore, less than a kabesa eases the mind. Hayav and kippur. Once you get to a kabesa, it satiates. That's the proof that a kotevet kabesa must be. But so comes out of kotevet kabesa, the mahloket, a great mahloket, how to measure kotevet kabesa. Is it more or is it less than a kabesa?